Down to Football with Sean McDonald, Colin Sommer, and Nick Palumba. Brought to you by WHI. All right, how we doing, boys? It's Down to Football. We're back. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, In some capacity, you know. Well, first of all, how how we doing, boys? How are we feeling? We live in the same time. All right. No, I mean, like, in terms of the football season, like, we feeling confident or? Oh, we're not doing all right. I feel like I feel like we're kind of being left up in the air. I feel like we're still unsure about how everything's going to unfold. The NFL hasn't really provided any information as of lately on, you know, <clears throat> the mandates of what they're going to do. Um, so hopefully within the next 10 days we hear something, or eight, uh, nine days, I guess, at this point. Um, you know, first game's coming up next Thursday, September 10th. Um, and we're still – I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of information. Um, yeah, it just kind of seems like Roger Goodell's kind of kept us all in the dark in some way, shape, or form. Like, he, like, I don't know. And then, like, the, even their protocols seem kind of like it's up to the organizations themselves rather than yeah. the league compared to you look at the MLB, the NBA, NHL, who are all making sure that it's, um, like, flowing right. You know, so it's, um, I don't know. It's definitely, it's like, I feel like a lot of fans are left in the dark in this situation. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I, I mean, football is like one of those sports that I feel like is the hardest to control during something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with like other sports, it's really easy to, you know, get the bubble, you know, get all the tests out and whatnot, whereas football, that, that stuff's impossible, you know, like, you, like, like the tests alone are, are, are going to be a struggle just because of how, you know, massive the league is, how many players are in the league, that alone is like an obstacle that's probably going to be, you know, pretty tricky, and then, yeah. of course, there's a loud, what is very, that? very loud, can you hear that? Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> We're recording in our That's apartment. Really it's fine. Wild. Just let's. Um, but I was bear with us. <laughs> going off. Of, yeah, yeah, I mean we can't record in studio. We got we got thin walls here in North Philadelphia. Yeah, but um, going off of that, uh, I was just gonna yeah. say like, was it um the travel schedule? Like, there's it's not like the NBA or the, it's not like the M- NBA where they're in a bubble. Um, the MLB's been traveling. Yeah, but they're different. like, yeah, so. Do you know what's going on with the MLB, like how they're doing it? I don't know how their traveling's like so, like documented, but so like you the yeah. so you have like the uh, the NL East, like that's a division, and then you have the AL East, so American League and National League, and pretty much all they're doing is playing games with their own division, and then games that are against other teams on the East Coast, and then okay. same thing goes so like al central nl central they only play people within their own divisions and then the other division and the same thing with the west um you know it's not like a bubble but it's certainly but you know they're restricting travel in some kind yeah of yeah the nfl has dropped nothing of the sort of like what is gonna be happening mm-hmm. so no. I, I so it's just kind of like like is travel gonna be restricted are you gonna scrap the whole schedule you had and just play division which is fine because i mean the first i mean wait a little bit i mean we got was it you got three other teams in your division that you played twice a year that's a good amount of like the schedule right there that you can put in this front part of it right now but 
I, I feel yeah. like they, they haven't really thought about that. Yet. I feel like they, I feel like at the very least they should condense the season. To like how, how many games do you think? Like, like think it they're not going to make it through the full season. I mean, no. yeah, I don't think that's so. not going to happen. So you know it. The, right now, I mean, they've tested a few teams and, and they've, you know, come back okay. I don't know what the freak that was. Um, but, again, like, with what I said, it, it's not it's not easy. It's not, you know, be going to be a cakewalk. I, I definitely do think kind of how, like, baseball is doing it, where, like, I mean, they're still playing a lot of games, obviously, but, like, nowhere near the normal amount. So if you do, yeah. like, maybe, like, half – Maybe like they wouldn't. Uh, I don't know about half. I feel like twelve would twelve would have to be the minimum. Yeah, I think they would trim down. But going half, I think it's gonna destroy a lot of teams' chances. I mean, because there's so many yeah. teams that we see every year that like, you know, they'll get to a rough start start at first, but then they'll figure it. You know, they'll uh-huh. play together. The more games they play together, you know, teams click more. Especially when you got new young rookies or new free agents coming in. The more you play actual games with them, the more you work out the kinks so it's like i i do agree though that they it, we're not going to get through a season and probably but i could see a cut but i don't think it would be as drastic as a yeah. eight week well, i'm curious about playoff picture though honestly like what's going to happen with that yeah regular season yeah, yeah. everyone like the, the tail end of the regular regular season only affects like a few teams here and there who are on the cuffs of the playoff and trying to get in the wild card slot so it's i don't know like exactly then what are they going to do with the Playoffs. Also, the playoffs have been changed since last year for some reason. Even yeah, I was just about to bring that up. So it, it, it's a. Can you explain uh, that more in detail? Because I'm yeah. actually still kind of so confused on it. I don't know about Sean. It's, but it's a tricky situation. Sure. So you usually have, I believe, I want to say you usually have six teams, right? Yeah. And you have, uh, you know, you have, is it? Yeah, you have one from each division. <laughs> and then, and then you have the two wild card teams. One and two get the buys. Wild card team plays. You know, mm-hmm. they play. Mm-hmm. And um, but but it's tricky because now it's eight teams. So so not only is there an expanded playoffs with more teams and more traveling and essentially more rounds, I believe. I, I don't. I think first and second still get a bye. It, mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, there there's a, it's a very very tricky situation. But the one thing about the NFL that makes the NFL a little bit safer than like the MLB and the NBA and even the NHL is that they travel a lot more. You know, you have to think of it like that. A football team plays half their games at home, so that's already eight. But then that also requires other teams traveling to them. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, if there's only 16 games, we look at an MLB season where there's 162. And they're traveling and bringing in – there's, there's more traffic, essentially. There's much more going on with the other sports. So I, could, I personally could see the season finishing – um, I think they really do have to have, you know, strict mandates. They'll probably have to have a taxi squad like the base, like baseball does, um, where, where like if anyone on their roster goes down, they have somebody that they can just bring. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's called the taxi squad. But essentially, they'll they'll probably have to have an expanded roster too. I don't know if they've announced anything. I could be wrong, but you know, it's typically 53 man roster. I could see them expanding that to, you know, you know, 60 or, or even 70, you know. 70, and I feel like is going to be – It's a lot, a and it's chaotic. Team. I think 60 is definitely – yeah, we could definitely see a 60. Yeah, uh, so I could team. see – I could see 
them expanding to 60 or 63, so adding seven to ten more players to your roster, mm -hmm. or creating a taxi squad that adds on to that, like in case of backup. So it's essentially the practice squad, but players that are ready to come. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's they're not just laying back, like they're they're always prepared. Mm -hmm. So man, there's a lot. There's there's a lot that needs to happen. You know, the NFL is, you know, one of the United States' biggest sports, if not the biggest, you know. Um, and, and, you know, with the media and everything, it, how, with how much money they bring in, they the owners and the NFL in general don't want to, you know, have a significant loss. So they're going to try and literally do anything to get this season done. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess we just the one thing just see. Is, um playoffs i mean back to the playoff thing i was saying mm -hmm. i do think maybe there could be a bubble situation for playoffs i agree um where you know regular season happens whether it's the full 16 or maybe shortened to some capacity um they'll break it down like that and then they'll bubble up the everyone i mean it doesn't matter like home field advantage at some point at this point doesn't matter if you find a very neutral location I mean, the Super Bowl is always played on a neutral location. Exactly. So. And there's no fans in the stands, so it doesn't, like, you know, you don't have the rowdiness of a crowd where, I mean, if you go yeah. to a lot of places, yeah. I mean, that's a big thing. Seattle, Philly, uh, mm -hmm. Cowboys, like, all over the place. So it's, like, it's just, like, it's going to be more neutral at that point, and I think they could do it for a short period of time like the playoffs where they're, like, no, you're not going to be gone from your family for 16 weeks it's just going to be a few weeks and maybe they might even condense it into a shorter time that they can recover on i know that's like it's not like basketball where you can play one game and then a day or two later play another same with baseball where guys will play back to back and stuff back like that back. but i think they they could try to speed up the process of the playoffs if they need to at some point if they're like we just if the players need it or if they want it honestly yeah. enough what were you gonna say, Sean? Yeah, I was gonna say, how how would you go about the bubble though? So I figured, like, how how do you choose the cities? First off, you you gotta talk about like taking care of the field. That's a yeah. big thing. So so I I think it would have to be indoor stadiums. Yeah, it would, it would have to be with, with turf. We're looking yeah. at Minnesota. We're looking at Indianapolis. Um, for like big names, right? New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah. um, Dallas, Dallas. But I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know if Houston's so far. So far, gonna be. So far is like. Sean, was that what you said? So far, the uh, LA. Oh, LA. Is that indoor? Oakland. Um, the new one is yeah. The new one's indoor. Yeah. Or not Oakland, Oakland Las Vegas. Vegas now it will be yeah. indoor. Yeah. So and Vegas in general is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like the surrounding area is just desert. But it's a highly populated area. Uh, yeah, that that I mean, central again, area. No fans in the stands. Yeah, so that doesn't. And that they're doesn't building. What is it? The thing with um, actually, this actually works out perfectly. I just remember this. The thing with the Vegas Stadium is that they're building stuff around it. They're building hotels yeah. and shopping uh -huh. areas. You lock that off from the public. You know, like they did with Disney World. You can have fans, or you you can have the players there, and they don't feel a hundred percent trapped because they can walk around the shops and go to the pool and stuff like that in their free time and goof around, do whatever. But it at the same – but, again, this is just for playoff picture, not a whole season. But, like, the playoff, I think it would it makes very much sense to do it in Vegas. It's brand new. All the facilities are new. And then the surrounding area makes sense. 
So, I mean, but I think, yeah, definitely, Sean, it would definitely, I think we can all agree, definitely indoor, but I think it, yeah. I think it'd be a come down to a owner's vote, I guess, like technically for the league. See, I, I just feel like the way that the NFL is probably one of the more conservative leagues. That I think we could agree with that in terms of mm-hmm. how they run things. Mm-hmm. So they are all about the money, yep. uh, you know? So for me, when you have like owners that, can't agree on a lot of things most of the time especially in their meetings i feel like this is one of those scenarios where like you're gonna have owners really trying to get their city to be the city because you already don't have fans so you're not gonna have that but how are you gonna get income from that i wonder then at the same time how are you gonna get like hosting the playoffs but no one can show up like at at this point it's just it's just deals at this point honestly you know one thing I could see happening is, you know, since it is an expanded playoff, you know, you have eight and then eight on both sides, is that they could essentially do four separate stadiums. Now, hear me out. So you could, you know, because you would have the two by teams and then you would have to wait and see on, on you know, where, like who, who would come out as the winner and then just with the way with seating would work. Um, you would that buy team would then go to whatever bracket they become a part of and have to play in that stadium. So essentially, like, I don't know, let's say the top, the, excluding um, buy teams, let's just say there's four teams. Let's just say Eagles, Vikings, uh, I don't know, Bucks, I guess, and then Seattle. You know, you take those four teams and you essentially put them in one stadium. And then you take – or not, you would take three teams and then put them in one stadium, and then another three teams, put them in one stadium, and then after the first game is over, I, I don't even know. It, it's so complicated. I think, honestly, yeah, but it's like having to put them in a centralized location seems like the best idea, though. I feel like if you have all the playoff teams there and then they slowly just leaving as they go, and that's why I, I said again, like they could speed up the process of uh, when the games are playing instead of waiting every week for. The next round do it three days. see but then that's three the days. complication is like let's say the saints and the eagles play on a wednesday mm-hmm. they can't then go and play that next that same saturday so saturday it, they would yeah. they would have to expand the amount of time put into the playoffs mm-hmm. and I, and that could honestly last until the end of february honestly yeah well, they would have because because the players would need time to rest. Season though, that's without yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, I think twelve or fourteen week season, I think, is not going to make or break the NFL right now. I yeah, think, I, I think it, it'll be good either way. We just, you know, not just us, any fans out there that that love football, diehard fans, even love fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Essentially, everyone just wants to know. Yeah, and I think that you know we. You know, we've been waiting for so long. And, you know, you see, like, you know, these stadiums and stuff, that, you know, they're, they're taking it very precautiously. You have, like, the, the uh, like, the, I don't even know what it's called, but, like, you saw Denver. They had, like, oh, the they walked through that like, thing, the sanitation tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. 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 So, but that's, like, to be honest with you, that's, like, one of the only things, like, protocols I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, I have another – listen, I follow the Saints very closely. I follow – all the teams very closely. I, I, yeah, it's up to organizations, and I, I don't see much going on. I think the Eagles are practicing in Lincoln Financial lately. They are. 
That's I think all the team. I think so they're I think, all playing. Are they all doing it? Or most of them? I guess, I'm pretty games. sure. And and they're all staying in a team hotel. They're okay. all staying in the same hotel. So they have those hotels rented out completely to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a weird situation. And, you know, we could talk about it as much as we want, but we don't know. Yeah. And that's the honest truth. And I don't really think anyone knows right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a toss up. It's kind of in the air right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll keep you updated. We'll try our best to. Um, but enough talk for that. We can just kind of talk about, you know, just some recent news and stuff. So um, I know what I want to talk about. I really do. You want to go? You want to bring up something? Um, All right, what's up? So because of COVID, the beloved XFL was sadly. Oh. Yes, it was sadly discontinued. Oh. I know, Sean, it's a tragedy. Our Rockets oh. never got to the world. I am unaffected. I, I don't care. I am very affected. I you all are listening to two of the biggest Houston Roughneck fans <laughs> the world has seen. But there's hope. There's hope because it was good. It was good. And then COVID happened and they had to shut it down and then they lost all their money because they just invested it all. The Rock. Dwayne The Rock. Dwayne Johnson The Rock. Has Johnson. It and has, is now very excited about starting up the league again. So I don't know. Like It's just a We'll see in the future, but the XFL is not dead, and neither are the Roughnecks or the Vipers or the <sighs> DC, whatever they were called, Warriors. I have no I idea. Even know. Swords. <laughs> I don't know. It does not matter. They're going to stick around. Big XFL fan. Can't even name the, what, eight teams? It doesn't matter. I'm a Roughneck fan, okay? That's all I care about right now. That's all right. All right. All right. Go Roughnecks. All right. But I just want to, you know, in this COVID world, the XFL still lives on. You can't kill the XFL. It, it doesn't live on. Bad, bad ratings will kill the XFL. Well, hey, you didn't kill it this year. It, COVID did. It was getting good. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see how that plays went to the out. NFL. I mean, come on. P.J. Walker made it back. P.J. Walker. Um, oh, what's his name? He's on Panthers. Let's go, Sean. The receiver. Um, oh, what's his name? That he was. Oh, gosh. Uh, Cam Phillips. Um, yeah, is also yeah. Um, in the NFL now. A lot of guys There's, in general. A couple of guys got some contracts, made practice squads. So I no mean, starters though. I mean, we'll see in the season. I mean, they, it's just, maybe it just it just was the off season. So who yeah, knows? who knows? Other news. Other news. Um, it's just okay. So we could talk about. So Earl Thomas was cut. Yeah, he was released. Has yet to find a home, a new home in the NFL. Um, People are apparently from. I'm seeing a lot of people say Cowboys. Uh, I saw I saw a potential reunion with Seahawks, but I don't know how likely that is. It was more potential yeah. thing. It's possible, but Sean, not highly the, probable. Would you want the Panthers to pursue him with your defense? Because I know no. no, no, it wouldn't make sense for them. What happened with the situation? I don't want him on my team. No, true. Yeah, that's, there's. That's yeah, the the Panthers are rebuilding. That's fair. Yeah, you know, nice, but... no need that. Uh, we. We just went all defense on our draft. We had a lot of young, young guns. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. It's it's likely that it, them, but, yeah, it's likely you know, that a team that wants to make a big playoff push is going to pick up. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I I don't want a guy that you know would rather wash his car nonstop in this, you know, <laughs> team meeting. Yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous, man. For fun, on purpose, just because he's getting can. in fights with teammates. Yeah. Ridiculous. And as a veteran too, like, you know, yeah. yeah, you know how like bad of a person you have to be to be like so good and just get true, like 
just get dropped out of absolutely literally nowhere you know all right so let's bounce off of that leonard fournette yeah also listen listen jaguars are just like as a fourth overall pick he did not reach his expectations. But did he did he underperform by a huge margin? No. no. To be frank with you, he had the most 1,600, yards. what, 1,600 yards last year total? Something like that. I mean, that was his highest he's had. And he was yeah. in the second year he was injured, so he couldn't play. His first year he got over 1,000 as a rookie. That's great. I mean, it's just – and then they're like, oh, we couldn't get, like, anything more than a seventh round. I think that's BS personally. It is. It I, is. Well, so- I, w- I mean, I was telling Colin this earlier. Well, yeah, you know, actually, you did make a point, Sean. There, I would feel like there's a high possibility that it's not that no one wanted Leonard Fournette, so no one was going to give up a pick. I think it was more his contract situation. I don't think if I don't think anyone wants to pick up on what he wants monetarily wise. You know what I mean? So, you know, like you give up a pick, but then you still got to pay the guy. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, running backs in the league are highly disposable. So no one's going to want to deal with that. Yeah. Especially unless, the type. Unless, unless you're like top, top notch. Yeah. And even then, even then, I mean, like that'll segue into Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You know, even then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do the segue, man. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, and especially the kind of like running back. Fournette is like he's more of a bruiser rather yeah. than a pass catcher mm-hmm. and this league yeah. is turning into you know you want a running back that can be a pass catcher you know you mm-hmm. look at somebody at Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Kamara, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook yeah you could even say Saquon and, and Zeke they all catch the ball so it, it would just depend like where like what kind of system he would join and whether a team thinks that he could fit so like I feel like like somebody like personally, I think the Bears would be a good fit for him. You know, they have Tariq Cohen, you know, who yeah. can be that passing option. And Fournette can just be that bruiser. And especially since David Montgomery's going down for a while, I think he might be out for the year. I'm not totally sure. I'm pretty sure he's out for the year. Could be wrong. Somebody check that for me real quick if you can. Um, but he, that would be an ideal situation for him. And I saw – I actually saw – that and these two teams kind of surprised me that they you know they created an odds chart for him that the Eagles and the Seahawks are very high up there for him. Yeah, that's it. And I don't, I don't, I don't listen. Know. I we got a lot of depth. And Eagles don't make sense. Miles Sanders is a complete back. He's what you want right now. But Forgot to mention him in that list. We need someone on the line mainly, I think, and on the defense. you guys need yeah. yeah. You know, um, and receivers. Everybody. I, I everything but a running back right now. Actually. I don't think. I don't think it's crazy either. I don't think it's crazy. Think it's a good idea. I I feel like that's a good idea. Listen, you have Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders could easily be your first and second down back, mm-hmm. and then Leonard Fournette bruises it up third and fourth and goal line. I mean, yeah, but and then you can even you can even put Miles Sanders, you know, in shotgun with with Carson. Mm-hmm. You know, and have them do a little, a bunch of out routes. That'd be interesting to have. Uh, it would be interesting, but I, but I do think an ideal situation for him would be Chicago, personally. And Montgomery's out for a few weeks. It's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. He's out for a few weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they'll definitely would, would need someone in there. Also, I mean, yeah. we, <laughs> quarterback Mitch Trubisky, like, come on, you know. Was Nick Foles starting? 
I don't. I don't. God only. I'm pretty there. sure he is. I could be wrong. He's making a strong case for it. Who's got? Who, who does Chicago have as receivers again? Uh, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, Taylor. I don't know if Taylor Gabriel's still there. They're they're thin. I mean, yeah. Allen Robinson's very very good. I think very very underrated. But uh, they have like a million tight ends on that team. Yeah. I, I don't know why they signed Jimmy Graham, but he's like old now. They have mm-hmm. they have so many tight ends they unnecessarily kept, um, too. Uh, what you gonna call it? They cut Trey Burton. Yeah, Trey Burton. Why didn't they keep him? He honestly. he did not do well. I think that. no. I think he's actually still a very good tight end. You got a crappy quarterback just, like Mitch Trubisky. It, it wasn't an ideal situation. Like he worked out in, in Philly. He was nothing at, when he came into Philadelphia, and he actually you know rose actually to the you know behind Ertz. He still like was putting up some numbers. So I think it's just you know. Who's ever at the helm there? Yeah. Actually. So let's let's bounce around with the running back talks, and I'm I'm gonna speak on this one because I'm the most affected by this one. But we are in a tricky situation. As a I Saints fan, one. as a Saints fan, I'm very concerned with what's going on with Kamara. Now, as I know right now, this is what I've heard so far. Give me one second. I will I will read it to you. So. This is what I'm saying or seeing. The Saints are not actively looking to trade Kamara, but will explore it if they cannot reach an agreement on a deal. They are roughly $2 million per year apart on a deal. Saints' latest offer has been around 12.5, assuming that he wants 14.5. Kamara has not requested a trade and believe they are making progress on an extension. Kamara has also not threatened to hold out of the season. So, Let's look at how other running backs are paid. So assuming that they are $2 million per year apart, assuming that's correct, let's look at other running backs. McCaffrey is making $16 million a year. So that is only $1.5 million off. Joe Mixon just signed today an extension. $12 million a year, $48 million total, four years. Derrick Henry is getting, I believe, twelve point. Five million a year. I think it's twelve point five for fifty four years, and I believe a lot's guaranteed. I, listen, I think is Kamara worth the money? Yes, he is. However, however, not McCaffrey money. I think fourteen million, fourteen point five million is definitely high. That is a stretch. What I, I see is the Saints I, aren't lowballing him either with twelve. I think twelve is great, especially when he's twelve point five. So not he even. had some regression this past season. I think. But he, had, he played on a torn, a torn meniscus or a I know, torn but that's MCL what I'm or whatever. Saying. Like then they don't, but they don't know about this next season, so they're kind of covering themselves by not, you know, yeah. extending him for McCaffrey money, but also not trying to shortchange him to ten a year. At least like twelve, it's like okay. Maybe, yeah, he's, like, trying to get 13 mil. Like, I understand. Well, no, he's at 12.5, and they're 2 million apart. So, we're assuming that he wants 14.5. No, that 14. he wants 14 mil, but he'll come down, like, you know, I mean, it's a negotiation. You're not going to be super, super it, stubborn, I feel, in this situation. And, and the thing with the Saints is they dealt with this last year. I mean, we knew Michael Thomas was going to get paid, but it, it started where they were 2 million apart, and then they were 1 million apart, and then came to an agreement he became the highest paid receiver in the game. That's it. And it, ha- and it happened maybe a little bit earlier than this, but it's still right around the same time period as what happened with Michael Thomas. But my thing is, is like, and I was, and I, I just said this, 
Well, this league is turning into a league where you want a versatile running back. You want somebody like McCaffrey. McCaffrey's literally – McCaffrey and Saquon, in my opinion, are the most ideal running backs to have. Mm-hmm. They can run no matter what the situation is, but they can also be one of the most reliable pass catchers on the team. You want versatility and, and you want, you want to, you know, reliability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, M- Kamara was hurt last season, so that definitely – it does affect his value. And I think that in his opinion, it doesn't, which is understandable because he knows what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. But I think that, but, again, at the same time, Saints are covering their hide. But like I said, they're not like cutting him down. Pegs no, at, no. Like millions at a time. They're like, okay, like, you know, this is, we're valuing around like other younger running backs. Derrick Henry, a young, very young running back who really proved himself this past year, who, you know, got a nice payday. Got the bag. Like, you know, hey, we'll pay you around that. And they, you know, they're going to go with twelve just to see if they can save a few bucks, same as like McCaffrey or uh, Kamara starting high, so he can get a few more. But I, I really don't see this becoming a like a, a big like oh I'm holding out like a Melvin Gordon thing, yeah, or a Le'Veon Bell thing. I think I think it will resolve itself by the time hopefully week one starts up next week. Yeah, see, I I agree. I think again, Saints offered twelve point five million dollars. If they're two million apart, that means he wants fourteen point five. I think they either meet at thirteen point five mil, mm-hmm. or they they give him thirteen million a year, add incentives that could make it thirteen point five, but also give him a good amount of guaranteed money as well, yeah. because players do like guaranteed money. They know they're getting that money. Mm-hmm. So you know it might not be what Kamara wants in totality, but he knows he's guaranteed a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a big factor. So, you know, it could just be the fact that they're apart on the amount per year. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that, you know, he wants a little bit more guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But guaranteed, if he can get guaranteed, I think, like if he's trying to sign a four-year, five-year, if he can get like three or four years, depending on the contract. It'll probably be a four-year. If it's a four-year contract, if he can get three of those years guaranteed, I think that would be good because even then, I think by that fourth year, even if he's not getting played as much, I think he'll, they'll still keep him around, honestly, though. I don't think yeah. they're going to kick him to the curb. Because like we said, they have a good relationship, it seems, with the team. And even now, he's not, like, going to the press and running his mouth about, like, all this stuff. No, he's not saying, oh, well, if the Saints don't sign me, yeah, you know, I'm requesting a trade or I'm going to – I'm promising to hold out. Like, he's been very – he's he's it. been in the facility – yeah, he hasn't been practicing, but he's been in the facility at least. And I think that's, you know, of, of course, because of contract dispute. And, you know, he's still there. He's still talking to teammates. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a tricky situation, but I hope that a deal can work, be worked out in the end because I see him as a very, very valuable piece for offense, if not the most valuable. That's not named Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean – I don't think I don't think what the Saints offered him was like great lowballing by any means, but I guess that's that's really it's up in the air. But I, I'm I'm I feel good about it. I, I felt bad when I saw like, oh they're gonna explore a trade because that was the first thing I saw. But then I I saw some clarification and I was like, all right, like that makes me feel better. Like as a Saints fan, but yeah. Any other news? Anything? been kind of a quiet off season yeah i mean outside of free agency and all that good stuff it's been it's been quiet um i don't think any players have recently opted out for good 
There's, I mean, um, not recently. No. You got a few injuries, you know. I mean, yeah, we got. I mean, my team has a lot of injuries. The Eagles. The Eagles. Eagles. Brandon Brooks is out for the year. Is uh, in shambles. Wentz goes. Andre Dillard's out. Is he out for the year? I think he's out for the year. Yeah, that's he's out for the year. What other teams are dealing with some major injuries? Carson Wentz is dealing with a soft tissue injury. I know. I know. Um. You know, we talked about Dave Montgomery. He's mm-hmm. questionable for a little bit. Derwin James. Derwin oh, – that, that breaks my heart because he's such a talented player. I just wish he could stay on the field. I really do. Um, that Charger secondary is still going to be lethal. That Charger secondary is going to be crazy. What Their defense oh. is good. What are you hurting again? Uh, on the Browns. What's his name? Oh, uh, Grant Delpit. Yeah. Oh. He's out for yeah. the year. Really? Oh, he's, out, he's out for the year, right? I think so. I think I'm it was a worry. Sure. I don't know. I think it was a worry. I didn't see if Gerald or not Gerald. Is it Gerald McCoy? Gerald McCoy's out for the year. Gerald McCoy's out. Um, can't really think of any other huge names. Yeah. I know Debo Samuel's gonna miss some, miss some time in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of anyone else. Just right off the top of my head, there's probably other minor injuries with more minor players, but nothing crazy. The whole Eagles team. It's just the whole Eagles roster. Hey, Darius Slay's all right. He's doing all right. Not going. I'm excited for him this year. Honestly, I really am. He was really. Should be. They they needed him. They needed him bad. Um, I'm just gonna do a quick look. See if there's anything I'm missing. Uh, Taylor Decker just signed a six-year, eighty-five million dollar extension. He's a uh, tackle for the. Um, Lions, he's been very consistent. I just saw that. Uh, good for him. Um, oh, yeah. A couple of other quick things. So, one free agent that, that wasn't being signed for a while finally got signed. Um, Logan Ryan signed for a $7.5 million contract for one year with the Giants. Um, they have a nice, a, a low-key kind of a nice tandem there with their cornerbacks. They have Logan Ryan and James Bradbury. Sorry, Sean. It's all right. <sighs> Panthers. Um, yeah. Just our best but, cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's going to be uh, like, you know, I don't think the Giants are going to be like uh, some defensive unit, but it helps. Watch out, man. Watch it. Their practices seem really intense and their coach seems kind and of intense. They, so I don't know. They're, they're, there's too many holes in every well, aspect is, of their especially team. Especially with uh, Daniel Jones. Like, I mean, that's, that's, you know, he, I won't side. talk about it right now. I mean, he had I a very, very underrated. I interesting. Oh, no, I think he's underrated, but I think at the same time, he has a lot to prove still. So it's kind of uncertainty yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, definitely um, under Eli's wing help. Yeah. A big thing that I, that I missed, um, the Jaguars traded Yannick and Gake. Gwake, oh, Gakwe, however you want to pronounce it, to the Vikings for only a second round pick, and they were seeking a first round around the same time as the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, realized they couldn't get anything. I guess they still couldn't. Um, it's actually a really good signing for them because Everson Griffin is gone, and I believe he signed with the Cowboys. Um, yeah, pretty sure. Double somebody fact check that for me. But Yannick Ngakwe fills his void. So that's good because you got Daniel Hunter on left end. Now they have a right end. Um, so that, that was a good addition. And I, honestly, not for a crazy price either. Um, let's see. Anything else? Let me know if that's correct, Nick. I, I'm pretty sure it was the. Yeah, Grant Delpit tore his Achilles. 
Yeah, you're you're right. So he's done. So he is on the he is on the Cowboys. Uh Buda Baker, safety for the Cardinals. He is now the highest paid safety in the league. Four year fifty nine million dollar contract, thirty three point one million guaranteed. I didn't really understand it. I know he's very, very good. He's excelling, he's young, but he doesn't even have a pick in his first two seasons. Like he doesn't have one single interception as a safety. Uh it's questionable. Um, I just think they're signing him solely for the value that he could end up providing. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really seeing any as of recently. Yeah, just not. Just I mean, looking through my feed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, think um, I don't do any of these deals anymore. But the last, the last few, because I think we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, I think the last few thing is just, just the amount of free agents. You know, some notable free agents that have yet to been signed. You know, you still have Earl Thomas out there. Um. Jadamion Clowney has yet to been signed. Which I think is still kind of crazy. But. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, considering there's only there's only and I was talking to Sean about this earlier. there's ten days left. Ten days, nine days, and I no don't one's know. Like even yeah. thought about it. Like, no it one's picking him up. It doesn't feel like the season's about to start. Does it no. feel like football seasons, you guys? No. No, no I don't feel well, there's like, no preseason. There's no preseason is the big thing. What are you gonna say, Sean? Um, like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. there, there's only only ten days left. Yeah, and like, like what? Also, they're not advertising it as like. Yeah, like I, I feel like, like they usually do. Like, I mean, maybe it's just because we don't have no Hall like, of Fame game. We don't have cable never yeah, the, We're in a new apartment. Um, we don't have cable, so I guess we're not watching as much TV. But then, even like social media wise, I haven't seen much about tune in on Thursday for the return of football. Like, it, there's been nothing online. Which I think is crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious actually about the social media account of the NFL in general, like on Instagram and Twitter, if they have even been promoting the games heavily for this coming up season. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually a couple more notable. Um, it's mostly just high people. Yeah. There's a couple more notable free agents. So I said Jadavion Clowney. I said Earl Thomas. This is what I don't know if he got picked up. But I think this would be a really good move for the Eagles. Let me let me um let me go look this up. Um Larry Warford. Oh. He was very good on the Saints. He kind of backtracked this past year. Apparently it looked slow. But man, uh, you know, your left tackle just got hurt. Jason yeah. Peters just current currently trying to get more money for being, you know, being pushed into the right guard position. Larry Warford just happens to be a right guard. You pick him up. Slot him in, move Peters back over to his natural position, could work. So, you know, that that's always an option. I don't know how likely it is. It just seems like a very fitting scenario. And he's um, been a pro bowler, like, these past three years. So yeah, like, yeah he's like, been a – Oh, he's mm-hmm. older now. Like, he might be a little washed. Like, he's he's still got it. Yeah. yeah. I, it's um, something for the to look into. I don't think – hold on. I don't think Devonta Freeman – has been signed. No, but I don't, I don't think he's been signed. I don't think uh, Damon Harrison hasn't been signed, which really shocks me because he's a great run stuffer. Mm-hmm. Um, Delaney Walker, I mean, he's a 36-year-old tight end, but he's, uh, I certainly think he has a little bit of gas left in the tank. He even has a, a tight end two option. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. Um, Chicago didn't have him. Chicago got him because they, they just – They're like hoarding all the tight ends. They're like, yes, these yeah. are ours. They will win. Mm-hmm. There's, I'm seeing Darius Geis was released. I don't know what his situation is. Yeah. 
only I, who knows, who knows. Man, there's a lot of a lot of these guys are like a little bit older. But man, there's a, there's a a lot of a lot of different people who are still unsigned. Mm-hmm. I don't know how updated this list is, but August twenty ninth, twenty twenty. Yeah, I think people are just. I mean, I think owners and GMs and coaches are kind of just scared of. You know, you could talk about the more controversial people: Colin Kaepernick, Antonio Brown, Des Bryant. Yeah, they're they're a little like you know, on fringe. I don't think it's likely, but yeah, there's just it it feels weird. I feel like we haven't had you know a traditional off season. There's been no preseason, no Hall of Fame game, less marketing for the NFL. I haven't seen any marketing for the NFL. It's really weird. Like just all It's very, very weird. On social media. Um, but yeah, I think I think we got I mean that's as much as we can cover that's about for right it. now. For a COVID for a COVID episode with no football going on. I think and, you know, this is more of an introduction episode. We're we're still getting a feel for the season. Yeah. We'll talk more um, about the XFL um later. No, no. I I feel like it says a lot that we already like done. We don't have a a lot to say, even though the whole off season just passed, and, yeah, and the NFL, start, yeah. we literally have nothing to talk about. Yeah, usually, like that's all we that's all we had, mm-hmm. which is like, which which stinks. It's yeah. it's weird. I don't like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Neither do I. We'll have um, more next week, hopefully. We'll have more next week. Awkward yeah. position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, just all we ask is that you bear with us. You continue listening. Um, you know. We're hoping that just as much as you guys that this this season, you know, continue like starts continues. There's no problems. Mm-hmm. Probably will be problems, but we'll see what happens. Um, again, just bear with us. That's all we ask. We're gonna make it work. Uh, we'll figure it out. The fans, you know, of football, we're on the same page as you. So, I'll, we'll see. Is we'll all see. I can say. I mean, that's honestly what you can say at this point. Um, and I guess I just have one last question. Are you down to football? <laughs>